Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live here at the Sweet Lounge in downtown Bellevue. Yes. I'm your host, LB Duchess, with co-host Jason of Seattle Wine Exchange. Hello. We have um, Renessa from Three Step Dating. Hello there. Super excited to be here. Thank you. We're excited to have you here. And then, of course, our Tracy with Chick Chat Seattle. We're so excited to have you here. We Yay. haven't seen you in forever. It's been a while. <laughs> I know. Life has been crazy for everybody. I think um, this whole, what is it? I think uh, you were talking about us being in retrograde. retrograde. This started today, so everything should feel backwards for everybody out there. For a while, But uh, it'll be normal again after April 4th, so we just got to pull through together. Oh, good, because I'm definitely feeling backwards, and and we know how I get before a show. (laughs) Now you have something to be able to blame it on. Yes, I do. So if you're not nearly feeling as backwards as we are and you'd like to call into the show, please give us a buzz at 323-843-6090. We'll be taking questions, um, opinion stories, because today's show is we are talking socially savvy dating. Where are we at? We are at the suite. I did mention that. And we're actually the kickoff event here in Bellevue for um, the final showing of The Bachelor. One of the finalists is from Bellevue, and we have Molly Mesnick, who's going to be checking in with us here shortly. She is helping to host the event later on tonight as well. Yeah, this is a celebrity show. I mean, we have all the hot celebrities of Seattle here in Bellevue. We're very fortunate, I think. Hot. Hot people. Yeah. They only let hot people in. Well, you got to be looking good and, and... so with that, um, uh, today's show is brought to you by Cascade Ice and the Sweet Lounge here in Bellevue. Cascade Ice, zero calories. Okay, so what it is to, uh, to be a socially savvy dater, brought to you by Sweet Talk Wipes. Just like our hands, our cell phones need to be regularly cleaned and detoxified. Order yours today at www.sweettalkwipes.com. Okay, so since we're talking about being single, um, I thought I would first put it into perspective just how many people in the United States this applies to. Um, With the last censuses that were up, uh, we have, there are 96 million people in the United States who have no spouse. That means 43% of all Americans over the age of 18 are single, according to the U.S. Censor. Okay, so why is it so hard? To find somebody then. Um, and that's what's going to get so I was going to say, that's why we have an, uh, a Renessa here. Um, it says here that single is defined as adults who have never been married, are divorced, or are widowed. Um, and that, that definition had changed because originally it was if you had never been married at all. Um, but with people, you know, starting second families and second lifestyles, uh, they've, they've adjusted that. Um, of the singletons, 61% of them have never said, I do. Wow. Not once. Wow. That's the that's the new Vogue thing to do. Yes, and then of course twenty four percent are divorced and fifteen percent are um, were widowed. So, okay. kind of gives you an idea of you know what it is that we're up against if you're out there in the single. I um, myself have been married for twenty one years and with the same gentleman for twenty seven he has tolerated me. Um, but even congratulations, <laughs> thank you. But you know, talking socially savvy dating, um, I really wanted to emphasize that dating doesn't stop when you get married. You have to continue creating that newness. You have to continue yes. um, rediscovering each other, creating new adventures. Uh, because whether you're dating for the first time or you're dating for the, the thousandth time, um, it, there's still certain things no, that apply. It's true. It's like, you know, we've been married uh, nine years, almost ten, and we have date night where we right. go to places that we've never been to together or separately before. You have to keep that alive, you know. Well, and regardless of what stage of life, especially, and I tell this, especially if you have young children, 
Um, one of the there's a couple of the things that really put the most stress on a relationship. That's an unexpected child, finances, um, yeah. and any kind of a major life change. And so, anytime you're going through any of those things, it's really important to to have that dating. Yeah. Set up, you know, even if it's maybe twice a month, maybe you can't do it every week, but set that time aside for you to continue building that relationship with that person that you're close to. Definitely. Yeah. I was going to say, when it comes to couples, because basically going in that, dating is the best part because you got to keep discovering this person all over again, all over again. You know, what's exciting you? Because I want to be a part of that because we live together. We have this great connection, children and our marriage. And so it's discovering each other, discovering new things with each other versus starting to create separate lives. And I think that's why the divorce rate is where it's at is because we don't invest our time and our interests and our hobbies into that person. And being honest about it. Completely. I have. I see that a lot where some couples that are together, they're not honest. They're like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. It's like, yeah. yeah. I just went to go see that movie last night, um, Friends one? with Kids. Oh, well, you see that? Oh, my God. It's really cute. It's about two couples that are married and have kids, and then one wants kids, but they're just really good friends. And right. they decide to have a kid together but not be married and, like, kind of what ensues. It's really fun. because And, it's, and one of the characters said something really interesting. He's like, you have to, when you marry or you choose your person, it's someone that you, you're able to go through the crappy, shitty times with, right? Like the people that, when it's really good, everything's yeah, really good, right? that's right. Yeah. And that's like what friendship is anyways. You know, it's it's not just let's all have good times. It's, oh, my gosh, I'm having a horrible day. I need you there. Be that person for me. And that's why people always are going to search for love. People are not going to give up yes. on finding love. With 96 million singles out there in the I United know. States, I mean, they all want to be accepted, and they all yeah. want to find that special person that's going to be there through thick and thin. Yeah. Well, and I think, um, you know, one of the things I wanted to touch base on before we go, we're, of course, you know, at Sweet, we get to talk about some fabulous beverages and food, which is, you yeah. know, part of being socially savvy is getting in there. And if you're going to go on a first date or a hundredth date, do a little research, make it fun, you know, know where you're going, um, be a little bit educated on the menu so you can go in and, and order for them, you know, present that fun little tidbit every once in a while, uh, but one of the things that we've talked about, whether you're dating or um, married, is one of the, the big, huge things is communication. And I think, um, Renessa, and you'll attest to this, is there is so much miscommunication and mm-hmm. uh, so much that is lost. People just kind of start to forget that you have to continually communicate and you have to continually um, focus on the positive. Uh, having been married for as long as I have, uh, I realize that it people will just kind of let things fall, and they say, oh, well, they've changed. People, by the core of them, don't change. Your focus changes. Yeah, and communication is really checking in daily, and and, I mean literally multiple times throughout that day, um, because marriage and relationships, you know, if you're not talking to your partner for two or three days, and you're not understanding what that person's going through, expect failure. I mean, do that to your business. Are you serious? You know, I that's mean, a, that's a very good, that's a very good point. You know, I mean, it yeah. literally, you're 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 knowing the pulse of your business, you're knowing the pulse of your career, you're checking in daily, and then here we are talking about you know, relationships, partners, sex, and communication, and, and it's the exact it's same thing. Your friends, too. You know, if you're, if you're not, you know, communicating with your friends, your friends will take it the same, you know, the, the wrong way. It's like, my wife, she's my best friend. You know, it's like, yeah. we're, oh, we're That's married. That's awesome. You know, best friend. But it's the same thing with other friends where you're like, if you're not open and honest and say, here's what's on my mind, you know, if my friends get hurt, 
that's not my intention. I'm sorry, but truth sucks. You know, I know that, you know, the friends here, LB, Tracy, we've had some, you know, other friends that have came and gone. And what it boils down to is the truth, to be honest with each other. Yeah. And when you go into, my personal opinion, when you go into relationships, you know, even if you're just dating, I wouldn't have gotten as far as being in a relationship with her if I wasn't truthful. That's, oh, that's, yeah. oh, yeah. Honesty is a big deal from the beginning. And being able to do it in increments and not just putting your whole business on the plat- platter from the beginning either. She's got a good thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's always a problem. Like, yeah, I should I mean, tell them that I like beef jerky and on the first day. Well, and I think that's, bad you know, right it, it's, it's definitely on where you're, you're starting at, uh, especially when it comes to dating and how honest you are from the beginning versus just creating this uh, sense of courtship. Yeah. I mean, everybody has a good day and everybody has a bad day. For you to experience your first date and share your bad days, your worst days, it's a bad impression right away. Okay, I have a question for you. Yeah. Like, this is kind of free-for-all, right? We can kind of throw stuff in. So the, the dating sex expert, expert here, yeah. Vanessa. So, um, you know, I've done, you know, a fair amount of online dating. And okay. I have lots of friends that you? do. I know. Go figure, right? Um <laughs> I have not done this myself, but I know friends that have, like, lied about their age yeah. online. And it's usually when you're over a certain age, like over 40 or over 45, because they feel like they kind of get weeded out. It's a out. different dating game for that? women over 40. It yeah. is a different dating game for women in the 40s because men that are in their 40s can get, you know, anywhere between the 28 to 38-year-old uh, gal versus um, the gal who's 45 is a little bit difficult for her to get the 30 to 40 year olds or even 45. Um, it's just a different game out there, and, and dating is definitely a part of, of the online process. So if you're fibbing about your age, um, you know I'm not a person that advocates dishonesty at all, but I can definitely see the struggle of online dating because it's so based on a picture. It's so based on your description. You only have so much to share about yourself to even get that first date. It's like a resume. Um, it's completely like a resume. Uh, so yeah, you've got to so put yourself So I believe, you know, online dating should be one resource. I advocate three to five different ways to meet singles, um, from volunteering, charity events, um, meetups. Um, I do activities three to five times a month. Um, because if you're a young 40-year-old gal, you're going to have a better chance of meeting your guy in person than you are online dating. So, But don't give up on online dating. Still have your profile out there. There's 180-plus thousand singles in the Seattle Bellevue area that is online. Why would you not put your resume out there? Why would you not ah, have that opportunity? You advocate tailoring your photo, tailoring your description. I've yes. seen this recently where they're like, I'll take your photo and you look good. Not quite glamour shots, you know. But yes, Well, but like, you know what there is? I mean, when you're, you, you know, you make a really good point, which unfortunately right now seems to be the trend that the women are, are struggling more because the men seem to, you know, go towards a different scenario is what I'm going to call it. But age group. Um, but at the, at the oh, same like time, they, there comes a point where they realize that there is experience that comes along with every age. Absolutely. Every year that comes along. And so... For for a man, if you're looking for a certain thing and you go to lie about your age, ultimately you're going to end up with with an idiot because he's not going <laughs> to understand. He's going to think you're something that you're not, and and it's not going to fit up to your to what it is that you yeah, want. Does that go back to the description? If you sit there and say, you know, I'm a 40 year old man and I like to play WoW, you know, World of Warcraft, you know, they're going to go, yeah, go for you versus you know. Well, I don't want to bash men, number one, because I love men. 
Um, <laughs> and not all men are looking for the younger gal. I know a lot of quality men that are looking to date within their age range. Um, I think that we can all get into a stereotype lifestyle where we believe all men are looking for the younger woman. I taught a dating class last night, and it was mostly catered to professionals over 40. And the men that were there that were between 40 and 55 said, I want to date someone that understands my generation. Yeah, I want I to date understand that, educated men yeah, that understands family values and time yeah. and respect and isn't in the beginning of her career. I mean, there's a lot of, of uh, great strengths in having a gal over 40 versus not especially dating in that generation. Well, and and I think part of it also um, probably comes into play. Are they new to the dating game? Are they, or have they been doing it for a while? Um, A lot of people who are new, it's just like any, breaking into any new thing, they're quote unquote babies. And, and unfortunately they act like it. So you see a lot of temper tantrums. You see a lot of wanting something that's not appropriate for them. You see about a lot of bad behavior. And just like any other phase in your life, I think if you're out there dating or you're you're looking for something, you have to almost have um, a little bit of patience with that. And if you want to have more, um, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, influence or, or be able to gently... You know, if there's somebody you really, really like and you realize that they're being, that they're in their baby stage of being single and you want to allow them, there's things that you can say and do, but that comes across in your communication skills and in, in just how you present. You know, is this really, do you really want a, a 24 year old who really doesn't so, know how to please you in bed or who has never been in a committed is relationship? That, <laughs> is that the difference between a serial dater and a person who's recently just uh, out of a relationship? You know, there are those that they just want to date. They don't want to marry. Well, let me give you guys this. Let me give you this this quick tidbit. You know, and I think when it comes to dating, I think all women and men should know this, especially when you're on a first date. And it's when you're asking questions such as, you know, when's the last time you dated or how long have you been divorced? How what was your longest relationship? And especially if it's somebody that was married for 10, 15, 20 years um, and they're getting back into the dating scene understand wherever they left off before that relationship is where they are now. So, you know, I stopped dating at 18. You stopped dating? Yeah, that's when I met my ex. And so now here I am, you know, going into dating and I'm going, hello, I think I'm in like, literally, I may be going to be 31 years old, but I'm sitting here thinking, Oh my gosh! I don't act like a thirty-one when it comes to knowing the techniques. In I would that be process. in so much trouble. Well, it's a I whole different process. I would be sixteen process. years old all over again. I coach, I coach clients, and I can see it might be a forty-year-old woman, but she was married for fifteen years. The last time she dated, she was twenty-five. So here she is, forty years old, going into the dating scene, and doesn't you know? There, there's a whole different dem- you know, demographic online. I mean, people date differently, texting. Oh yeah. You know, it's a whole different world out there, but yet. Her mentality is 25. See, I think I would so be in a world of her. that. Because <laughs> oh, I yeah. was 16 when I, well, I was 15 when I met my now husband. Yeah. And we were really, we went six years dating before um, mm-hmm. we got married. But the one thing that he did with me is he pushed me. I, we were in college and he pushed me, you know, go out and go out on a date with some other people. And it drove me right up a wall. But at the same time, you know, looking back, it was a smart move because I got a, an idea of who I was yes. before we got into a relationship. Yes. and. Um, so I guess I would probably be about 20-ish years old then if I went to you Go ahead. A lot of people who are married now. Hold on. <laughs> you know, I'll choke up about this. And, you know, and now a word from our sponsor. Yeah. A lot of people who are married now start to settle, and then they settle and they settle, settle, and then when they divorce or leave or separate, then they open up their eyes and like, 
I didn't really realize that this was what was life to offer. And then they go back and they go, you know what? I'm not going to tolerate that. I don't like to tolerate that. And maybe that's their initial focus that they had when they first got into a relationship. Yeah, we definitely can't get into assuming that all men or women know how to date and or have the same experience as us. You know, I meet so many great men that are engineers or in the medical profession, and we don't, we can't assume that they're those charmers that just know how to come up to you, compliment you, and ask you on a date. And for us women to assume that, it gives men a bad rap because we don't have compassion when it yeah. comes to dating. And we're like, well, why aren't men walking up to us? Why am I not getting approached? Yeah. Why am I not receiving no. the but attention that, I want? That 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 I know, this, is, this is a really good debate. There we go. Really good debate. Because whenever I post something like this on my Facebook page, it always gets, whenever I post anything about dating, I get the most comments on it. And we'll talk like the whole East Coast, South, you know, versus Seattle thing. Oh, East Coast is completely different than Seattle. And they don't have the same business market or the same things either. You know, it's not full of Google, Amazon, Boeing, Microsoft. We had a show. This is where we're at. This is our community to understand our business demographic. It's also going to affect our dating demographic. You know, we have a lot of foreigners coming here. We have, you know, a whole different lifestyle of uh, professionals compared to the Wall Street and our go-getters or get-lost New York style. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, one of the things I want to touch base here in just half a second, I want to throw the question out there. Um, one of the things that a lot of men, I mean, we're very female heavy here, and then the, our one yeah. coast host here is women. married. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm going to do a little advocate for those single men out there. Um, one of the things that has been brought to my attention several times over the last year since we've been doing the show is um, men's place in in society, no, being feeling strong enough, why don't they come over and ask a woman, why don't they, you know, make those first moves? It's because the women and, and our women's right movement has made us so strong and so powerful, but that we, um, it has been brought to my attention that they feel like we don't need them anymore. And so trying to find that balance. But with that question thrown out there, I want so, you to touch base. We do have our first beverage that we get to chat about here from the, the sweet. Yes, it's from the sweet. The sweet spot. It's all the sweet spot. Love it. You know, so what we're looking at, folks, here on the uh, Internet or the interwebs is that we're looking at a martini glass drink that's uh, kind of a ruby red. It's delicious. It's got <laughs> orange vodka, grapefruit juice, lemon juice, and silver service, simple syrup with a twist of an orange. Well, so and if I remember it? correctly, just to go off topic, a smidge is... Grapefruit is considered a diuretic, so if you're on a diet, yeah. this is a great drink. <laughs> uh, I don't think that this would be a good qualify. first date drink. What do you think? I think so. If, yeah, this is fun, light. If they if if they kind of like something sweet or they kind of don't, this kind of runs in the middle. Exactly. I think it's a first date drink for women. Absolutely. Yeah. If my date ordered this, I'd be Why? like, mm. What are you saying? It's a but, little, you know, but then, I wanted, you know, we cannot assume oh, okay. and judge. Oh, I totally do. <laughs> So, so we're straight. So, like, Maybe that's why. Is that why I'm single? I don't know about that. No, I don't know. She's I don't think gorgeous. that's why you're single. <laughs> I don't think that's why you're single. I think it's just people in general. But so, um, Renessa, tell us, you know, what we, I just touched about yeah, about I, the men. I, I taught a class let's, last let's year on femininity and masculinity and how things are being lost in today's market and how men, you know, being chivalrous is, you know, something that women want. Yeah. And at the same time, uh, you know, men feel embarrassed and or out of place to do it because of the right, you know, the whole entire women power. Actually, we've, we've talked about this on past 
socially savvy shows. And I actually started paying attention and seeing my fellow men look at that. I'm a very service open the doors, I think. And one of, the, one of the other people were like saying, oh, well, you know, they could do it themselves. I'm like, that's not the point. I know they can do it themselves. You know, my wife, Laurie, she's very smart. She can do whatever she wants. She's intelligent and all that. Says, but I'm still going to open the door. I know she's strong enough to open that damn door. This but. is what I said recently on a date, um, you know, working out and doing this. Um, the gentleman did not open my door when I got to the car. And I said, why did you not open my door? And he said, well, I opened all your other doors. And, he's like, <laughs> and I said, so you give up now? And he goes, well, no. He's like, I figured, you know, it was not a big deal. And I said, so if a guy came up right now and wanted to beat me up, would you protect me? And he goes, yes, I would. I go, then how are we equal? I think, you know. And that's like, if the man's going to protect you, he wants to be your protector. Men naturally want to be your protector. So for women to understand that we have to be the woman to step aside and let him feel his chivalrous. Let him feel that we respect him. Let us feel that we honor his his wanting to protect me. And I think that was like the biggest thing in, in, in showing women that it's okay to feel that they can need a man and want a man no matter I think a big thing is if women that are the entrepreneur type or the go getters is definitely that. not talking most about your work during your conversation and during dating because I think with men if they're not in that position that you have carried for yourself, it can come across that they are not needed in your yeah. life. And they will come across like you okay, they're gonna hear you're financially stable. You have things going and going great for you. But where in your conversation do you express me? So how do you do that as someone who does have her own business? Yeah. And single. And I am. I can definitely open my own doors, but I definitely want a man to be. Well, your conversation has to go more towards a reason why you do want a man in your life. And what does that look like for you? So if you're talking to somebody, you can very easily say, you know, I really enjoy when you say those things to me. I really enjoy. Let him start feeling valued and validated See, in your life. Problem. See, that's the problem that a lot of times when people kind of go, when there's a strong woman in the mix, okay, you know, when you go out with somebody and, like, you make X amount, thousands per year, and then you go out with a girl who makes the exact same amount, sometimes Kai's going to go, Ooh. Women um, are, or excuse me, know. men are intimidated in yes. most cases by a woman that makes more money. However, it is again how the woman expresses herself. I was going to say, I was going to say, so yeah. much of it comes across as, you know, it, it, you have all these sayings that didn't start to make sense to me until my late thirties. Um, that you know, behind every great man is a great woman. That's right. Um, one of the the things that I found a lot of women really struggle with, and this is just my you know, watching from the outside, you know, looking in, a lot of women struggle with with the strength that is true to a woman and that we can be silent, that we can be the strength that does not have to be advocated. And the silence can also be through showing need. Exactly. You know, and it could be, you know, honey, I need you to hug me today. I had a long day. And I think a woman of power wants that. Yeah, she wants a man that's going to, you know, she can put her head on his shoulder and she can do that. But if she's not expressing that, that's where if her conversation is just about I had a busy day, I did this today, I took care of that. He's not your secretary. He's not your, you know, guy that's going to do that. He is your man. He wants to feel needed, validated, wanted, secure with who you are. I was always told is like when, you know, she comes home from a hard day just to listen. Not to fix it, not to do anything Oh, that's else, a huge thing. A, lo- a lot on. of women, yeah, a lot of women don't necessarily want you to fix it, just like a lot of men. No. Right. But no, I think communicating is that is, is there is times when I have said, you know, listen, I need 
some brain strategy yeah. around this. Can you help me? I have right. two or three things going on. Can you help me pick the best one that's going to suit my needs? Yeah. But then they're saying, you know what? I had a horrible day today. I need to vent out this situation. Yeah. And I think it's, again, how we communicate with our spouse yeah. and letting him know he feels needed or wanted. And yeah. most men that date women that are strong, they're not looking to be your competitor. They're looking to be your, your companion. Exactly. Well, you know, and you so. make a really good point in that, um, you know, we've talked about this so much, and, and this is one of the things that is so fundamentally wrong with our um, cu- our culture right now, and everything stems from communication. Is Oh, yeah. absolutely. We, we do not, we, we assume a lot. So oh, we make an ass no, out of everybody. We assume everything. everything. We really do. No, we assume 99% from just the first look at that person oh, yeah. to how that person carries themselves to the you know the conversation you don't even, have even a get chance. that far yeah. I mean we go straight from the you beginning know, it actually gets tighter and tighter as you get older and older you know yes. there's a lot less right. you know uh, settling a lot less oh you're one of those okay I'm done and that's sad to say but even in business or even in friendships it's kind of like as soon as you hear a couple of things that triggers trigger words you're like yeah I'm going to go over here okay oh okay. yeah what are those okay Okay, what are those? <laughs> I was going to bring up do's and don'ts. We want to talk about that eventually. But what are those trigger words from as a guy's point of view? Trigger words? Yeah. Uh, like to say psycho, right? Good question. I know, right? It got me on the spot. No, well, I want, I, and you know. So yeah, there's, yeah, go ahead. So, yes, for me, you go on a first, it's been a while. Like, I love you on the first day is never good, right? No, <laughs> the second day, third day, you know. That's one of the things that we said when we were dating, like, don't say I love you till we know. You know, uh, there's little things about, like, if your personalities don't work, like, oh, I only wear Chanel, or I only go to El Gacho. Oh, you work for Microsoft. Well, but, you know, it's that's, that's all, like, name, that's, like, dropping, that, that's almost as bad as, you know, we get mad at people who, whether we're in a relationship or they just walk in the bar and they're announcing, yeah, I got my bins downstairs. You know, that's just common sense. You should know that you're going to annoy people. Like, I know that person's like, oh, I've got my um, Armani suit on. It costs 500 Fifteen hundred dollars, like no. that doesn't impress me. I'm talking about the other way around. Oh no, when she says, "So what do you drive?" Yes. Yeah. Do women really actually ask that? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Do they really? Oh yeah. Tova, have you ever asked that? No, no because I haven't. Tova's no, a cool okay. chick, so, and she would never well, ask that. But I didn't want a guy goes, to think that, that I was interested in only his in money. money or what yeah. he drove. No, but it goes the other way around. There are those men that are out there, like, "Oh, what do you do? Oh, you're a lawyer. Oh, I'm just a work at Burger King, but what? I love you. Are you so wonderful?" Well, but I think you know what I think that is. I think you're going to run into that no matter what, but I think what we were touching base about earlier, and we've got, God, we're going to be all over the board. Thankfully, we're doing an hour and a half show, so. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, But I I wanted to touch back real quick uh, with where our culture is today and all of um, our miscommunications. One of the things that's come up a couple times on the show and I think culturally is happening is we have too many opinions about things that are none of our damn business. And I, you know, I'm getting a little on my soapbox here, but when it comes to somebody who walks in the bar, whether you know them or not, for, and this is one of those things that, this is where you start to self-evaluate. If you're sitting in a bar and and you're sitting with some friends and somebody walks in and your first thought is, oh, they look like a hoe. I'm sorry, you need to start looking in the mirror and realize that maybe you have some opinions that you're not entitled to. No, no, no. Because, wait, no, listen. Not everybody needs to hear or know your opinion. Is it really necessary for me to have an opinion about the way somebody else is dressed? And yes, my husband, oh, I swear to God, I'm going to kill him. uh, We have, we are, I mean, 
mean, but sometimes, you know, a duck is a duck is a duck. Okay, yeah. I will say I will say a duck is a duck. But what I'm saying is is maybe maybe they just well, have a plunging neckline and I, oh she's I, a hoe. The, the thing that I think in if you're talking about single or not single or couples, no, just too many in, 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 in our, our own head, opinion. Too I many think opinions. it's because of the lack of compassion. Like why is this person That's dressed this way? That's a good point. Why is yeah. this person feeling that they need to get attention by wearing half of their outfit? You know, and what and, and yeah. I and I think it's it is our self worth. And what yeah. that person is dealing with, yeah. I, I always look at, you know, I work with a lot of brokenhearted people every day. And I, and, and I can see where they're coming from and, and how they're, they're starting their lives from dating and not dating and going, I didn't get results doing this. I'm going to try this. Because they give up too soon. And, and they give up and, and, and then they're embarrassed or they're fearful. So I think it's mm-hmm. compassion when we see someone that is either dressed or we want to create a judgment around the way that they look. Yeah. It, 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 Renata is like so nice. Nice. She's really nice. I don't know. I, right, I, I don't know if I could go out with her if I was single. I'd be like, oh, yes, yes, ma'am. I would have compassion for you. Like when a man walks up to me and tells me a compliment, I have to look at you know what he had to walk from across the room. I totally agree. He had to say and get totally out something agree. that was unique or different. Yeah. I want to thank him. He might not be somebody I that I want to be with. Exactly. Can I make a friend out of this? Yeah. Can I a make friend a friend of mine? Yeah. Actually, you know, was at a bar recently, and there was this guy who was telling her she's a beautiful woman. And, like, I don't think he was necessarily her type, but we were talking. It was like he totally had the kahunas to come up and talk to her. And then yeah, I, I talked to her later. I'm like, did you go out with him? She's like, I did because he had courage. And then, and then they weren't. Yeah, it's they weren't. Courage. They weren't it takes a, but she's a cool woman. To walk up to a woman. It but not every. Courage, yeah. So, and I'll add this as a married guy. It's like, it takes courage to go up to the women that I know in my life. You know, I told both you guys, you know, your look, guys, look hot when you guys, you know, how you You're are. You're so sweet. You've got to say that, you know. But one of the things we got to You've got a hot wife, so hello. I'm very happy about that. <laughs> Intelligent, smart. But one of the things i got to say real quick, we uh, our server brought over a caprizi from yes. the Yes. Uh, caprizi salad. It's got, you know, of course, fresh tomatoes. we got buffalo uh, mozzarella. we got the basil on top of crostini and top with balsamic vinegar. That's here, here at the suite. You can order it. It's really good. It comes with a, uh, a rectangular platter of five pieces. And, uh on the air, we don't tell you the prices. I just tell you that right now that it's they're happy hour. Happy yeah, they're hour. having happy hour Woo! between four and seven. And, and I mean, this yeah. is a great deal. And you know, they have yeah. great and again, food. this is a great you know for Singles first exactly. First yeah, this because is a great atmosphere. It's, it's healthy, ambiance. fresh. It has a nice crispness to the this flavor. This is a great first date spot. Okay, and guys, it's a great I'm going to tell you right spot. now. So yeah. you've got five pieces. So you eat two and two. The last one, you go. The last one's for you. Come on, guys. Be smart. If you want to lie into the woman, this is the right thing to do. Okay, I love that. I love that, too. And and just to kind of introduce, we have this beautiful blonde who is single here with us on the show with us. And she's going to be at our auction this Thursday. Oh, yeah. And we're going to be, you know, I I know I don't want to have to sit here and plug myself, but I've got tons of singles that want to find love. And if you are out there, there is no excuse, honestly. Actually, because our show is going to be running an hour and a half long, um, the last half hour goes off air live. So in order to hear that last part, you're going to have to click into the show later on um, to hear it. But um, now that we're about halfway through, I did want to touch on, you know, part of being socially savvy is being up on um, fun events, trends yes. and stuff that are coming up. And I know you have a couple of fun events. So does Tracy with Chick Chat. Yes. I've got a couple that I'm associated yes. with. So why don't you tell us about some of your events coming yeah, up? We have a big event this Thursday. It's a charity auction. We're auctioning off single women and single men. We have Tova here, who's our bachelorette. Say hi, Tova. Hi. And Tova, you're 29. 28. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. 
you look like you're 24, but all right. But she's gorgeous, and not just that, she's smart, she's an entrepreneur, she's young, she's fun, and she's got a great personality, and she's very compassionate when it comes to people and just friendships alone. So I think, you know, if you're out there and you want to meet your special person, you can find out more info and get your tickets at threestepdating.com. Um, that's at the website there, and uh, we're going to be helping underprivileged children get some more money into their bank accounts to help them with school needs, oh, clothing needs, anything that's needed, because that's what we're here for. We can all create that help in the community. I love that, and um, just to let all of our listeners know that all of these different events that we talk about, we will be posting them on the Socially Savvy, on the LB Duchess, yes. on Tracy with Chick Chat. Um, we really try to make sure that there's as many different places. You know, maybe you're not a friend. You haven't made a friend with Renessa yet or Tracy, but we try to get those events, especially the ones that have multi-dimension to them. Yes. You know, when you're when you're involving charities, you're involving lots of people. Um, you know, if you're not comfortable going to events, charity events are a great place to start because people go there with the intention of being kind. I love it. You know, if you can't walk into a charity event and make a friend, then you, then need you to are do not some meant self-evaluation. to yes. I am serious. If you cannot make a friend with a stranger that is I'm just so wanting to say hello, you don't need a match. I wouldn't want to date somebody that doesn't even know how to have make friends. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's a that's a big red flag. You know, and, I mean, that is huge. I would that would be one of my questions. I would ask a guy like, "How, how many, many friends do you I have?" Should we ask how many Facebook yeah, friends you I mean, have? Like, seriously, yeah. I mean, no, no, and, no, no, no. And, and I think this is a social etiquette, you know, and that's why I love socially savvy because it is social etiquette that it is different when a man shows up by himself yeah. versus a man that has friends. Yeah. Or he's coming to meet someone there. You know, I mean, there's, you know, a, a different thing. It's a whole different atmosphere. At the same time, if you do show up by yourself, I go places by myself. So all, do I. You know, it's a And the reason is, is because I know I will make a friend out of the bartender, of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I will make a friend out of the server, of course. I will, you know, I will make a friend out of anybody in any group I see that's standing within three feet of my area. Oh, I love that. That's okay. my rule, if you're within quick, three feet. Real quick, um, a socially savvy note. Yes. Um, if you're going out on a first date, socially savvy notes pluses. Make a friend of the bartender. Make a friend yes. of of the hostess. Yes. Make a friend of your server. Find out where the bathroom is so that you can come off, even if it's a first time in there. Seat your, your guest at the table. Excuse yourself. Go to the bathroom. Go over to the maitre d'. Go over to the host and go, okay, where's the bathroom? Take, you know, slip your, your um, server five bucks and say, hey, I'm on a first date. What do I, you know, what little cool things can I tell her about this restaurant? Um, or if you happen to be the woman taking the man out, I'm not going to make any assumptions here. That's right. Um, but do those, go that extra mile and make friends where you are so that if something does happen that is outside of what you had expected or not doesn't have quite the positive spin, you're all of a sudden going to have people on your team who are going to be there to pick it up for you. And this is also, you know, don't have to give away all that front. Guys, take the time. Put something in your pocket. Hold it back. You go Put for dinner. something in your pocket? Yeah. You know, mm. you don't have to give the flowers away. Hey, here, here's my flowers. Uh, here, go. You uh, can hold it back till past the first course. You know, if you get a little, you know, you know the 
dessert, special dessert. It's kind of like staging when you want to do it. You know, you don't have to be so eager that it's like, oh, my God, I'm going out. I like that. Women like surprises. Yes, they do. Surprises are great. And I think also, too, is is getting the name of your server. And, like, you know, being able to say, like, for instance, one of the managers here is Michael. He is a great guy. He's super nice. Yes. And being able to, you know. Adore him. Yes. And so being able to know, you know, introducing yourself to your server. Hi, my name is Vanessa. What's your name? It goes far. A red flag to me is somebody that is mean to the staff. <gasps> me too. I that went on a date with somebody. That is a huge red yes. flag. He was mean. When you act like, stuck no. up, like, yeah. oh, and even if you have all the oh, money in the yes. world, exactly. it is a huge red flag when you're mean to the people that are serving you. Hey, Renata, Can, so I, I do have a question for you. I want to validate this. So oh, first that's date. loaded. No, that's it is loaded, but oh, that's funny. she's single, and I think, I don't think she'll agree with me. It's like, oh, okay. first date, I tell my guy friends, don't bring a bouquet Bring one flower. Oh, yeah, okay. that's good. If somebody brought a bouquet of flowers on the first date, I think yeah. that's like, like, that's like a little much, trying kind of, to. Is it supposed to be a rose or is it like a carnate? What is the appropriate flower? I mean, for a guy. I just want men to just get back to giving flowers. Yeah, I mean, right, right. it could be right, one, right. it could be 12, it could be, it could be a plant. It could be flowers that they just, like, dug up out of the ground. I'm going to go out with you. Here's my geranium. I do have to say say that if you are going to give a flower, um, there are quite a few women out there who are very educated, and there is a meaning behind flowers. Yes. Yes. So you do – here's the thing is no matter what you do, no matter what you do, whether it be food, beverage, jewelry, um, flowers, the clothing that you wear – you need to to kind of be aware, and and I this is such a broad yes. statement because if you don't know anything, let's 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 just make one assumption. Let's say you know nothing about the background of the. We person should you're always out. assume that people were Have meeting knowledge. know nothing. Nothing. No, you well, should assume okay, the people if, you're meeting know nothing. Okay, but right. here's my here's where I was going with this. Is, is yeah. I want to run this by you. The research, research. If, if yes, is if you're going to give somebody a flower, like a flower, which I think is the most elegant thing that you can do, because you're taking time to pick one thing instead of just throwing some a, a bunch of something at them. Yes. Um, do your research and know what the meaning of that flower is. So that's where I was going with it. And I, I think that's oh, great. Wait, wait, hold on. No, you're crossing the line though. Too much knowledge can also be taken the wrong way. There are those. Uh, Pickup artist. You don't have to tell. No, them. she just means that like fl- uh, roses mean love, right? Uh, okay. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. yeah. All right. Like, the, the reason I'm saying this is because you're right. You you have to assume that there's no knowledge and you don't know anything about them. But, and here's the big huge but in the room, is let's say you get a daisy or a bluebell or something, and uh, there is a meaning to it that is slightly twisted, and you just happen. I think this is a great, great, uh, a great dating tip. If I had a guy who said, you know, this, this flower Don't reminded t- me, and I'm just going to give like a great tip okay. for men. No, I love and that. And they said, you know, Vanessa, your smile, when I saw this flower, oh, it reminded me of your perfect. smile. Okay. You see, now no, to that's me, awesome. it's that's like, awesome. it's not about what that flower grew and it's from Japan. Right. I don't care. Right. Okay. <laughs> I love it. But that. if you can bring that flower that made you think of mm-hmm. me. Now I'm gonna. You have my interest. Am I right? Yeah. No, that's that is like. I know. I like that. Okay. If the ladies in the room that are actually listening, did you hear that? Oh, they didn't. They're not even. Okay. I was gonna take a well, poll. And, isn't that sweet? Like if somebody said, "This flower reminded me of your." 
beautiful brown Brett, eyes. Pay attention. And, yeah, right? Brett, I know. pay attention. Can we can we like actually get into the whole do's and do's and don'ts? Hold on, no. Before we yes, we're, do's we're and gonna don'ts, we've got we one have. more. We've got another. Um, you know, so, part of the, part of being more. socially savvy is of course food and beverage. Yes. And so Jason is going to tell us about this fabulous other um, appetizer Sears in front of us. Scallops. Sears scallops is also a good first uh, date. It's not too fragrant on your on your. It's breath. not too heavy. It's exactly. Not too messy. So today. The sweet has brought us scallops. Seared scallops cooked in a Creole butter topped with prosciutto. Uh, looks like prosciutto, but it could, yes, it's prosciutto. One of the things I wanted to mention about when you're first date eating, whether you go to a restaurant or you cook at home, don't get it complicated. Yes, Do something please. that you know how to do. The first date is crucial. It's the first when you walk in, look nice, dress nice. You know what? Put stuff away. If they're going to go to somebody's house, and guys, have a curfew. Say, I've got to go to bed. Yeah, you know, don't extend it. Well, and the other thing about um, you know being a socially savvy dater is, you know what? One of the most tantalizing things that you could do on a date is experience, it is or to introduce lots of different aspects. So, if you have if you're ordering appetizers, figure out if they have a lot of stuff on them or a little bit. I found that some of the most um, Enticing meals have been when they were small appetizers with lots of different flavors so that maybe the person that you're going to dinner with doesn't really like scallops, but if you've ordered three or four things that are small plates, now they don't feel so bad. So you kind of open up the door. They'll maybe experiment a little bit, but they'll find something that they're going to enjoy. Yeah, I think that if you can create, I think food is a great topic just to talk about. These are great scallops here at Sweet, so I want to plug them in a little bit more while they're yep. I know they're great, fab. You know, they're just you know definitely taking care of us. Uh, but when it comes to food, it's always great to have an assortment because these are great dating topics. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is my what first kind of time I'm like? trying yeah. this. You know, I really like something sweet. You know, I like something. You know, I love bacon. Who doesn't love uh, bacon? Yes, it's also good to jump in there real quick. You don't have to make a big deal. It's like, hey, you know, as I'm thinking about something to dinner, is there anything you know you're, you're allergic to I should be worried about? Jump That's that a in. great considerate. That, that is good. I love that. No wonder you're married, Jason. Was was he really <laughs> this thoughtful when you guys were? Da- oh, she's you know. shaking her head. Yes. Are you yes. allergic Aww. to anything? Seriously. Can I, can I also say yeah. about sweet and that I was thinking about wearing where to go on a first date recently and. You're on the first date, you don't necessarily even want to, to <laughs> commit to eating, right? You just maybe want to have a couple of cocktails. and But you want some place that's a, a pretty atmosphere. Ambiance is everything. Ambiance is I everything. do not advocate first dates at a Starbucks. No. I do not I advocate. Do. If you are making your first date like a business meeting, are you serious? This is love okay. and romance. Set the setting. You know, and okay. again, we cannot well. assume that all men know how to do that. You know, I'm not asking to get a hotel room, but I am saying, you know, have an area where she can feel like, you know what, this is a relaxed atmosphere. This is not work. Uh, It it depends. Now, I'll I'll qualify that with, like, there's one thing to sit there and say, this has come up before. Date versus going out. Hey, do you want to hang out? Okay, well, let's. That's okay, let's. Dutch. Oh, this is such. This is right? such a. This Who's is such a, this was such a Facebook post. Yes. Because everybody, I call it hanging out until you're not dating until there's like a commitment, right? And yes. they, I don't. Renata's going to tell me I'm probably totally wrong, but it's like I'm hanging out. Well, no, but okay. What is it when you meet somebody for a first date online? Is that a date? That's or? a date. I would. I I've had. Men, I'm going to tell you right now. From the first time I meet you alone. We are on a date. I've I want to say though, from I've the men, beginning. They call okay. it a meeting. No, we're, we're not hanging you. out. I, I, I think 
that's an important issue to consider because I, I heard from uh, a friend of mine where, she, you know, she's single and she said, well, I'll have, you know, maybe a guy friend that is say that invite me to an event. Well, but he won't say it. it's a date, so I have no clue. He's single. I'm if he's single. if he's no inviting you to an event where there's other singles and he's talking to other women, that's hanging out. Okay, okay. I want that's to, the difference. You know, he's what? not giving me all his attention from the beginning. Then you know, then it would just be we're friends. So she cannot assume through her own communication. Like, well, I want, and she could very easily say, well, that event sounds fun, but I'd like to spend some alone time. Okay, so. So, I mean, and it's, again, setting up the environment from the beginning. And I'm a big a big advocate of understanding the language in which we yes. are speaking. Yes. So, by definition, I'm such a little brat. By definition, in the dictionary, a date is an informal, it's informal, a social or romantic appointment or engagement. That is right, and that's what you're there that's for. If you have an online for. dating profile exactly. and you want to meet someone to hang out, are you serious? No, it's a date it's from the beginning. It's always a date. I'm sorry. It's from always the beginning. a date. Okay, so when are we going to get in the deuce of don'ts? Now. Oh, okay. Oh, now. Well, now. Wait, okay. wait but a word from our, our sponsor. A word from our sponsor. <laughs> Pop chips don't think um, fried. Think baked. Think, think baked. Those are good. You know, they're coming out. They're really good flavors right now. We just got the two one. new ones. Yes, they have a jalapeno, and then they have a chili one. It is, yeah. oh, my gosh. We are just very, very fortunate in the Northwest with having Pop Chips as a sponsor. Um, not only do they uh, really get into the community and support, you know, little things like our blog talk radio show, um, the event here at the suite, the Chick Chat events, um, they do such a great job of um, supporting us and introducing us to all their fun new things, as well as one of our huge today sponsors for the event. Um, Socially yes. Savvy was a swag bag sponsor for um, the Bachelor Viewing event yes. here at Sweet Tonight. Kind Bars. Oh, Kind my bars. goodness. If you want to see a company that steps up, they have these fabulous bars, and they just started this They're delicious. amazing new yeah. granola cereal. love them. They and the you pouch, sh- I was going to say, pouch. that's their cereals and stuff. They're, they're granolas. And um, for this event, not only did they give us bags and kind bars, they gave us the new cereal. So they enjoy um, sharing their product as well as we enjoy eating it. Um, for any of you who attend events, this is just a little side note, and you get swag bags or, or something that's yes. sponsored, please, 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 I cannot emphasize this enough, and, and this goes across the board to everything. Show your appreciation. Go onto their Facebook and, and put a little like note them. that's saying, hey, love the swag, love yes. your product in the swag bag at blah, blah, blah event, so that, that they know that um, there's an appreciation and that people are in enjoying the product. Especially support our local businesses. Oh, most definitely. I mean, we need to support our local people here that are growing. Yes, for those guys out there on the interwebs listening, you guys need to come down here. There are like eight beautiful women here. I'm like, one guy who's single. I put the that rest up. of us are married, I know. so hello. My very smart friend, Daryl, is here, who's single. Daryl's like, a smart man. He is a smart know, man, because I, I put that on LD's Facebook page. I said, if men are smart, they're going to come to this bachelor. Yes, I, I have a single bachelor here, too, named Byron. Byron, yeah, Byron's also smart guy. But he said next to the guy table. He needs yeah. to go yeah, to the girl the table. Come to the chick table. To go hang out with Daryl. Daryl's very nice. <laughs> okay, you know, here's the funny thing. He sat there next to my husband, which means he needed some really manly, manly time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's very manly. 
And can I also just say, you know, I recently, I did not think that this was going to make a big deal for me, but I, I recently got my eyelashes done, and oh my God. I did not think that that was ever going to be a big deal. Oh, I love mine. I, I did not think that eyelashes could make a difference, a difference for a woman. Oh, yeah. And no and mascara. Don't have to deal with mascara No liner, mascara. Nothing. This is great. This is and a girly so moment, people. This is like a girl tip. I got them done at Wink Lash Extensions, and it was so good, and it felt, look at yeah, they I look mean, beautiful. Thank well, you. Well, unfortunately, on the east side, we've got we've got a, a few great lash people. Wink is fabulous. Eye Candy Boutique in Kirkland is fabulous. You have lots of choices. The only thing that I recommend is if you are going to go get your lashes done, find somebody who's gotten them done and talk to them because there's yeah. a couple of places who are still have a little bit of growth to go. So good um, advice for the ladies. Yeah, touch good base advice. with your friends and see what they like and what they don't. But um, yeah, we're very very fortunate. So on your first date, do's and don'ts. Let's yes. let's jump into do's and don'ts. Yeah, I want to jump into. I'll do the do's for guys. Okay, guys. The okay, do's. and then we will weigh in and as to whether or not those are really do's. All right, the do's, guys. Okay. Don't right. heavy do it on the polo. Uh, are we? No, the what is Hold it? on. What is, oh, what do Okay, we'll do. Don't okay, do so much do easier. Don't heavy do it on the. What polo. Do heavy do what? Like, don't put too much polo or cologne on. Heavy duty. Yeah, cologne. I think. You like Jersey Shore. Again, we must assume that men even know how to put cologne on. <laughs> oh, no, wait a minute. There are some. Hey, now. Wait a minute. Oh, that's I'm going to do it. Oh, hold on. Okay. Hold on. Wait, wait. Come here. Come here. Yes, you're single. Come here. Byron. Single man. Get Byron on them. I love this. We're going to so. do a sniff test. No. Oh, oh yes. Oh, Valari. Oh, Valari gets to do the sniff test. Okay, Valari. Wait. Okay. Byron, our bachelor, our first bachelor. has cologne on. Bachelor number one. What's your cologne? What are you wearing? Uh, candies for men. Oh, Candy. nice. Oh. Okay. I have to Ladies. give you... I have to what are you wearing? Very trendy. Deodorant. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> manly man. I serve He's a rugby my player. point. He's I a rugby serve player. my point. Okay, so wait. we just can't assume. So I think it's not even so much as that a don't put too much cologne on as much as men take the initiative to apply a little bit of cologne ah. on because it gets our attention. I'm saying, like, I don't want to smell the woman coming. I don't want to smell the man coming. Oh, yeah, take, do it oh, lightly. Yeah. Oh, my, here they come. Don't, it, but this is, this is the tip is don't be excessive, but do it. You know yes. what? And here's the thing is a lot of people don't realize this, that they come into a cosmetic department or a fragrance department and they get overwhelmed. You have specialists on that floor. I'm, I'm one yes. of those people that I have been trained to help you find the right cologne for your body. There are really easy tips and tricks and things that you can do so that you can find something that is going to smell and become so a in, signature in to who you are. you're saying that if a man buys a cologne, his natural oils could actually backfire and make the <laughs> cologne yes. smell bad if he yes. is not educated yes. on the right cologne. Yeah. Your chemistry, there's there's one thing about chemistry. That is chemistry. good to know. I think that's huge for people to know. And same thing for women. Oh, yeah. The perfume they put on with their natural oils, it could really make them smell bad if they do not test it properly. Exactly. Yes. And I think a lot of people misunderstand what cologne yeah. is. It's, we are... We are chemical beings. I'm sorry. We have chemistries, and with so that, anytime you add something, you need to make sure that it's not going to sour. I love what that. The next don'ts on the girl side. What shouldn't girls do? What shouldn't girls do when they're yes. dating? You're asking the woman who's been with the same guy for 27 years. Right. Actually, I do have an opinion about this. <laughs> Let's not talk about your exes. Let's not go into say. detail. Um, you know, creating any type of sexual conversations on a first date Actually, are bad. Actually, I have, I have one that yeah. is yes. one of my favorites. Whether you're a man or a woman on a first date, 
Use your faculties proportionately. You were given two ears and one mouth. Use them accordingly. I completely agree. And I think there's a, a, when it comes to the first one or two dates, mystery is best. You know, and I think people give it away too much. You know, I mean, if I'm talking, you know, sex or I'm talking relationships, I think it's easy to say, you know, I would love to share those things with you once we get to our next date. Okay, so that's so a, it's that's again, a good it's, a, it, it's creating this enticement from the yes. beginning versus going, I feel like I have to answer you. You do not have to answer every question they ask ah, you just because you're on a date. It's the creating that enticement. Crazy. This so, is called courtship. So can we talk this about This is not sex, sitting baby. in front of a judge. Let's talk about you and me. Because, I mean, what come on. Like? I have a friend who's, who's a single guy, and he said about? dating online was like shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah? Uh-huh. Okay, that does not sound pretty. No, but it's... Okay, we're talking very. Uh, I'm getting down real, and that it's very. Please we can be talk, real, Tracy. We can, we can talk about Please. like what we should bring it, do girl. Bring it, and what, and then we can talk about what really happens. And, <laughs> and I mean, right, right. I mean, there's what we should do is like. Well, actually, I was. I I posed this question to my guy friends and to my girlfriends. So the whole idea of sex. When is it appropriate? And I, I think I know what you're going to say. But then I know that many of us, totally not myself, but I know people who have, I mean, have had sex on the first date. And sometimes they get married and sometimes they don't. So it's like actually, when you come to a certain age, I think it's like, I think it's, well, I'm not going to say I that. had a conversation actually. Well, I thought the, you were going to be real. So I know. What happened to real? I'll be real. I had a conversation with a girl. She's single. She's married. And she, or she's single, and they asked me who's married. Sorry about that. Thank you. And they asked me, it's like, I don't know about this guy. You don't know if I want to. And I told her, as being a married person, I said, you have to feel right about it at that time. Maybe yeah. this guy's okay to do it on the first date, and that guy's not. But you have to feel good. When you wake up in the morning the next day, you don't want to go, oh, shit, what the hell did I do? Sure. You don't want to do that. And I think it has to come from that moment. I think dating is based off experience with one person. Amen. And what you can create with experiencing yes. that one person should justify whether you want to feel like after three hours of knowing someone, that's your experience. Yes. You do not know how they interact at work. You sure. don't know how they handle a bad day. Sure. You don't understand how they work with their family. You don't know their connections with their sure. friends. So if you want me to advocate sex on a first date, I will definitely say no. No, you no, know? I and, I, and I taught an 11 levels of intimacy class where there's 11 things you can do before you even have sex. <gasps> Okay, and what, so this is, oh yeah. Oh, okay, okay. You know what? I've, okay. 11. I'm, I like the number 11. I was going to say, I'm loving where this is going. We have five more minutes left on our live air show, and then we're going to go into the after show, which is 30 minutes. You'll be able to pick up the rest of the show as a pre recorded so you'll be able to go back yeah. in and listen. Um, so before we go into these 11. What do we yes. got Well, up? I'm not going through the 11. We did not discuss this. Okay, so maybe you go to my website, threestepdating.com. Oh, there we go. I love that. So we got the last five minutes. We always reserve it to what are we doing around town, Obi? Well, what we're we going to – the very first thing I want to do is make sure we get in the thank yous for our sponsors. Um, yes, our sponsors you, for you. this show, of course, are um, the Sweet Lounge, the Little Sellers, a wine, Sweet Talk Wipes, Bellevue Nordstrom Cosmetics, Eyelash Candy Boutique, Cascade Ice, 
Pop Chips, Kind Bars, Claren Cosmetics. Am I, 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 I'm worried I'm always forgetting somebody. But, um, you know, we're very, very fortunate in the sponsors that we have. So please, if you're here tonight and you pick up a swag bag, take the time to go on the different Facebook pages and say, you know, thank you so much for um, donating the swag. 425 Magazine. Yeah. Yes, they came in last minute and threw in a full-size magazine. Awesome. So very excited about that. Come, um, down, come down and visit Come us. down and visit. We're going to be here till probably 9, is what I understand. The event runs from 7 to 9. We're going to be watching the last episode of The Bachelor. Um, from what I understand, Molly is going to be popping in the house any minute, so the, the last part of the show, will be able you'll be able to hopefully listen to an interview with her as well. So we got three-step What's going on around town? So what's going on around town? Let me plug Go real ahead. quick. Um, if you're um, wanting to be up and hip on all the trends in cosmetics and fragrance this weekend at Bellevue Nordstrom's on March 17th, they have their Spring Trends show where they quite yeah. literally have their artists from all over the nation hot off the red carpet, the Academy Awards, the Oscars, yes. um, all of the fashion Beautiful. shows. They come, come in and um, they teach you for the day. There's We have 2,200 people who come through Nordstrom that day, get their makeup done, their skin care. They get um, consultations on all the newest gadgets, on the newest Guys, fragrances that have just launched. Um, so it's, it's a fun, fun event. And then, Tracy, I believe you've got some yes. chick-chat going on on Friday night. Yes. <laughs> chick-chat is having one of our spa soirees at the Pantera Spa. Love that. In the Heathman Hotel in Kirkland. And I think there's only about 10 tickets left, but it's a really fun girls' night out. Where everybody gets a mini spa service and co- your first cocktails on them and appetizers and all kinds of fun stuff. Vault Denim is going to be there. Cookie Lee Jewelry and um, Vu Society Clothing. I don't know if you guys know the Vu Collection. Rachel Kim. Yeah. So it's, gonna be, it's a really fun girls' night out, which is a really precursor to the next night, which, hello, it's St. Patrick's Day on a Saturday. Yes. How fun is that? I know. Yeah. Good night. I know. Party, party. I know. Love, and, love, um, love if it. anybody knows Jeffrey Castle, he's an electric violinist, and he is performing oh, he's at the... Amazing. He's amazing. He was at, he was at your um, Venice Thinking, thinking yeah. event, and he has such a seduction about he him. He does. He's awesome. Oh, but he has a He has a St. Patty's Day concert at Kirkland Performing Arts Center. And then you get in... You get you, you can bypass the line at Wild Rovers that night if you have it, the ticket. So. And you know love it's going it. crazy at Wild Rovers, so... Sounds fabulous. Okay, and then, um, uh, Renessa, do you have any events coming up? Well, we have the charity event on Thursday. Right. And then I'm going to be doing a big, big birthday party on March 31st. Yay, we love birthdays. at Blue Martini. Blue Martini. Martini Lovely place. Yeah, so it's going to be a big singles bash uh, from 7 to 10 o'clock. We have happy hour. We're going to be mixing. They have a live band going on. It's going to be just a big party night to meet new people, mix and mingle, dance a little bit, create that conversation, and have fun. I love that. And one of the things I want to encourage our listeners to do, um, if you're new to listening to the show, if you're new to any of us, um, you know, Facebook friend us, and a lot of us will check in at the different locations. If you're one of those who's not real comfortable in approaching people, come up and say hi to us. You know, the whole idea of being socially savvy is, you know, we're trying to extend that whole social experience and and help people who are maybe not as comfortable being out there. So don't hesitate to come up and say hi. Uh, Definitely, you know, we're out to have a good time. So definitely remember that we may not always be um, 100% there. So give us a little reminder that you heard us on the show or your Facebook friend. Um, sometimes it's hard for us to remember everybody's names and faces. But we want to make friends. I mean, this is the whole deal. We do this to support. 
We're giving you tips. We want to get you invited. There is no reason to be home alone. There is no reason to not no. have friends in your life. No. And I can tell you that if you don't have friends in your life, it is a negative thing. You need to be yes. socially savvy. Come it out. shows that you can Come connect. Out. Out. It shows that you can invest. It shows you can maintain when you can have relationships in your life. She's you know, good. It's also good. You don't have I'm so excited. <laughs> can I uh, put another plug in for Sweet and that this is a really – pretty environment and a sexy environment to have a date, whether it's a first date or, you know, a date with your significant other. Yeah, I totally definitely. agree. You know, I was just going to say, even if you're just single and you want to just date, come out. We're not, you don't have to be the mark. You don't have to just come out and see what we're doing. Guys, exactly. you know, that's you know, good. Come out. Yes. Just get out of the house. Meet some friends, new, new some people, try the drinks. Plus, there's beautiful people. Oh, Oh, my gosh. Seriously, we're surrounded by beautiful, single, handsome men and women. And I want to throw in there that beauty comes from the inside out. Absolutely. If you feel like, you know, you're not up to what would be considered, you know, whatever the status quo is, beauty starts from the inside out. So have a beautiful attitude. Be complimentary. Be encouraging. Be um, positive. And that is... um, and, and hit people before anything. Else. I, don't know right, why, I don't know why single guys are over here. I'm looking out through the, the crowd There's over some here, guys. Single guys There's and girls some coming up. Looking good, looking girls. I love it, guys. It is now seven out. o'clock, and we have kicked into the after, after show. show. So we're very excited to have um, Renessa here with Three Step Dating. Woohoo! Tracy with Chick Chat, Mister Jason with the Seattle Wine Exchange, yes. and we're here at the Sweet Lounge. We're looking forward to Molly Mesnick is supposed to be coming in the door like any second. Yes, um, celebrity on. We're very the very excited, and she, you know, one of the the things reasons why we were so excited to have her here is, um, she and Jason were of course part of the Bachelor here about three yep. seasons ago. Um, they got married; they're still married, and what makes them such a, a fundamentally socially savvy prospect is that they go into their community and um, they take part, and they're in, in a positive way. They're enlisting, they uplift people, they enrich people's lives. They're influencing they're people influencing to people. not give up yes. on finding love and maintaining the love you have. In a positive way, yes, yes. So yes. we're really excited to have them come well, over as soon as she gets here. they use their status for good. Some people don't. They actually do. Yes, they use their superpowers for good. We love that. Okay, so now I guess we get to go on with the do's and don'ts of dating. Woohoo! So where are we? What are we on? What do we do? Well, we, we're going to talk about the first don't for women, but can I, I, I will actually bring up something. Yes. Because I commented on a, on a, fa- a friend's Facebook page, and I think he got like 300 comments, and there was like arguing back and forth, and I kind of got, hi. Hi. No. Hey. Yay. Yay, and it looks like our guest has arrived. <laughs> we're very excited. Hello, Molly. Hi, Molly. Somebody, oh, we've got mics all over the place. How are we going to... We're going to be sharing I can mics. bring her over here by Oh, that me. would be lovely, and lovely, we yes. We can all but get together with the ladies here. I love it. So we've just been ta- talking on being socially savvy and single. And, you know, having come off that, and, and we were just commenting on, on what a fabulous job you have done on, um, you know, going into the whole married scene and, you know, going through that whole uh, scenario of, you know, the spotlight and celebrityhood and but but taking the time to go in the community and, and basically do good with your powers. <laughs> um, one of the things that I've admired most about from both you and, and Jason from afar and, and I met him here a couple of weeks ago at an event and was just um how endearing and genuine you guys are. Um, and I think a lot of people 
they get lost in thinking that just because you've gone through something like that, that, you know, oh, they're going to be snobs, they're going to be whatever. And they don't realize that just when you go through something like that, it gives you ability to um, really encourage and, and to be, a, for, for lack of a better good, you know, word, um, a power of good in, in your community yeah. by example. <laughs> You're very sweet. I think, um, you know, someone was just asking me today, why do you think some your relationship worked and other bachelor couples do not work? And I think most importantly for us is that we got out of Hollywood immediately. And I, I went that. back to my job. Jason went back to his job. We dated long distance and just kind of kept our nice. lives really normal. You know, awesome. and, and people see us and they get excited to see us, but we're just regular people. You'll see me at Safeway grocery shopping <laughs> in my pajamas, and <laughs> we're happy to meet people and share our experience, and we're just normal people. I love that. So I know we're going to be ch- ch- chatting here real quick about um, the socially savvy do's and don'ts of dating, but uh, since we have you before you have to run off and, and play with everybody else, uh Coming from a, a married standpoint, I think a lot of people have lost hope with the, the prospect of being married and staying married. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been with my spouse for 27 years together and 21 years married. And one of the things that we talk, we do all the time is we make each other laugh all the time and mm-hmm. we talk, communicate, like over-communicate oh, yeah. to the point where we just want to kill each like other. It like such a cliche, but it is so <laughs> that's, important. And that's one of the things I wanted to say. It's you so know? important. I mean, for us, we have so many different factors in our relationship that make it difficult from being on a TV show to having a seven-year-old live with us to having an ex-wife involved in our lives. Wow. Um, wow. So there's kind of a lot of things working against us, but yep. because we communicate so much and say how we're feeling, even though it, you know, could cause issues, just like talking through all of that stuff is so beyond important. What's your number one rule in your life, in your relationship? Not sweat the small stuff. Easier oh, said that. than done. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I when I walk in the house and I see all my kitchen cupboards open because Jason is a male and doesn't know how to close the kitchen cupboards, <laughs> I've learned to just shut my mouth and just go close them myself. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so here's a question for you. And you know, again, three years they they start. You know, they say that there's a three year itch, the seven year hump, and then the twelve year you're probably going to kill them. Um, one of the things that I've noticed in relationships is is there's this. This, this thought process that you're so in love that you only see the good things about them. And mm, I don't agree with that. probably not true. I, I, was say, I don't agree with I think that from what I remember and still think about, is you really, when you're in love with somebody, you really truly see every, you're, you're yeah. so sensitive, you see every nuance and every aspect. And for me, I think that what happens is we choose to change our focus from focusing on the things that we love about them to the things that are irritating Absolutely. us about them. That's, I, I don't... I feel like I have to remind myself when I'm irritated oh, with yeah. Jason why I love him and what yeah. was so wonderful about him when I fell in love. It sounds bad, but, but I it's mean, true. we've been together for three years and the honeymoon period is definitely over and we're just yeah. kind of cruising through life and trying to figure out the kinks and yeah. I think we've gotten into a good groove, but yeah, you're right. Like, I get probably mad at him more than I'm not mad at him. <laughs> so I have to tell myself, no, he's a wonderful person and he, I love him for these reasons. <laughs> well, and I think so much of our society focuses on the negatives that it is really it is really tough to pull yourself back over to focus on those positive things, those things. You know, what was it that you fell in love with them? Yeah, they've always left the toilet seat up or yeah, they've always squished the, t- the toilet the toothpaste from the middle of the container or do maybe they don't do always that. say yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they don't always say the things or, or speak the way you would like them to but um to focus on those positives and then on the same the same thing is 
to not let yourself slip. I know a lot of women that once they get married, they're like, oh, you know, I can throw my hair up in a ponytail or I can cut my, chop my hair off and get a, a cropped haircut or I can throw the sweats on on a regular basis. Right. And we think they're going to love us no matter what. Yes and no. Yeah, but I, th- I, I feel like I get into ruts where I'm really healthy or I'm really not healthy. And I think right. what kickstarts me into living a more active life and being healthy is because I want to be that person that Jason first fell in love with. You know, I was at like the best place in my life and I, I love that. the best that I've looked. And so I think that's always in the back of my mind. Does it bother I think you that's a good reminder. As you know, your status has evolved. Do you ever find yourself having to hold back a little bit because you don't want to like expose yourself too much? Because there's always somebody watching you. And I think that's kind of a drawback to being a celebrity as you are. Do you ever find yourself kind of go, you just want to tell them to fuck off and die, but you don't. <laughs> oh, like, this is why it's called the after show. <laughs> Yes, this is the after show. Giver is that, and I know in our life, there's been a couple of times we've been together ten years. Like I've definitely said, you know, fuck you, and she's <laughs> definitely done that to me. And then we're fine. Yeah. You know, we got out of the way. You ever wanted to? Just- yeah, 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 of course it happens. We're normal. You know, yeah. we're people. That's just how life is. How it works. Well, and then of course there's always hallway sex too. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So I forgot about that. Once you're done with that, you're like, let's go to the house. No, 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 no. I think a lot of pe- mis- pe- people misunderstand what hallway sex is. And hallway sex is basically, it's a, it's coining a term that you're not always going to like this person. And you walk by each other in the oh. hallway and it's F you, F you too. You know, you sometimes just to be able to express yourself and then, and then laugh about it. You know, that, yeah. I think that's just as, as important as the communication. Yeah. You, you've got to understand that people are going to be real. I think right? single, singles people need to realize that you're not always going to be this beautiful, oh, I love her, she's so wonderful. No she's way. So like, no, she's going to piss the hell of you off yeah. from time to time, and it's okay. And I think you learn more of that the yeah. longer you're married and the yeah. longer you're with someone, you know? So I want to know, like, being a part of this event tonight, does it bring you back to, was it three or four years ago? <laughs> I was on the show three years ago. It was airing. Yeah, I love nights like tonight where I'm not on the television. <laughs> It's a lot more enjoyable yeah. to watch the show when you yeah. don't have to worry about what everyone else is thinking. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe it was three years ago. I totally yeah. watched that show. I know. It feels like forever. And now. I was rooting for you. Oh, but, I mean, look at what happened. I don't believe anyone when they tell me that. <laughs> no, I was. I was. Because you, because of you. Everyone I, I, I like to say that to that me. other girl, too. And I remember being a little, you know, mad. And then and then you think, and I was like, you know what? This is your life. Like, it's your life. And he obviously fell in love yeah. with you. I, I think we all, all three of us, wish it would have gone down a yeah. little bit differently yeah. than it did. Yeah. But when you're in the process, you're living in a bubble. Yeah. And yeah. you can't think clearly yeah. until you're outside of it. But we're all in really great places in our life. I Actually, know. it's funny, this season with... Courtney and Lindsay, obviously Courtney is not the fan favorite. And I've had so many people tweet me or Facebook me and say, I hope Ben pulls a Mesnick, and, <laughs> which is, changes his mind. Oh, I I'm, love glad that. We, I'm glad we can all joke about this now. That is awesome. <laughs> okay, so we have a listener over here who is staring, and I'm wondering if he wanted to say something. No, oh, no. Okay. <laughs> this coming from what – this would be – that's the husband. Say, He's the, like oh, the, the, the 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 one man on the face of the earth that most people can't take the truth from. <laughs> You know, I I definitely want to say something, Molly, is that, you know, you had to go through extremes to find love. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I deal with singles every day, that just going to a singles event is hard for them. And here you are, you had to go on television live to go, I want to find the love of my life. And how, you know, that transformation from just people that go, I don't want to get dressed up for tonight. 
I don't want to have to put an online profile out there. I don't want to have to get up and, and, and introduce myself to someone I don't know. Yeah. And then here you go where you're like taking it to the extreme and saying, when it comes to love and my happiness, I had to go on reality TV. Take a huge risk. To put find out there. love. <laughs> Yeah, and I want to yeah. give you not only, you know, say kudos to you, but what do you say for somebody that even doesn't even want to get dressed up to introduce themselves to someone? Uh, go on The Bachelor. No. <laughs> yeah. No, Seriously. I'm the last person that anyone should be taking dating advice from because well, I went on a TV show to find my But husband. you know it shows so much courage? It shows yeah, so it's, much it's courage. It's similar in the same sense yeah. that you really have to put yourself out there and... Gosh, just take a risk. You do I mean, have to that's take what a it's risk. All about, you know, stepping out of your shell and, and look really... at all the other women that were picked. Yeah, right. But somehow along their lines, their careers have grown. Like something is manifested from just trying. Exactly, and I you think know with the same process that the bachelor is just going through the dating process, yeah. you learn so much about yourself that it kind of allows you to go to that next level. And and you know, I think about all the girls that I was on the show with. I think. Majority of them are married or engaged. So it go. brought them all to a better place in life because they really transformed from being on the show. You well, it's an initiative. And you can see that in business. When people take yeah. the initiative or they take the opportunity to go out and introduce themselves, how things are manifested in new friendships mm-hmm. or new connections. Yeah. It's exactly the same thing in dating. Yeah. You put yourself out there and said, here's my profile. I want to meet Mr. Wright. Pick me, pick me. Not only did you meet him, now you guys are married. Right. Where these other women and men are going, I'm too embarrassed. I'm too scared. I'm afraid. I'm going to be rejected. And part of rejection is growing. Absolutely. Part of rejection, totally you know, when you hear no, you're like, okay, I don't want to hear no again. But you're, you might have to hear like 10, 15 no's. Yeah. But it's also gaining the friendship, you know. Well, and I think one of the smartest things that, that actually on this season, when Nikki was was on the Women Tell All last week, and she said, I know I didn't do anything wrong. You know, she was rejected by this guy, and she recognized that it's not her fault. She's just her. She's yeah, just being herself, just, and I think that's what everyone went. needs yeah. to remember. We're all going to get rejected, but it's yeah. not you. No, You're I, not doing anything wrong. I love wrong. that. You know, I, I taught a dating class last night, and I was teaching to about 30 singles, and I said, if you get rejected from someone, don't take it personal. Mm-hmm. It's basically based on incompatibility. You could look like their ex. You could remind them of someone that wasn't what they wanted in their life. Mm-hmm. And for you to attach it to yourself can only create a less self-worth. Yeah. Like, I'm not worthy enough to date anymore. I keep getting rejected mm-hmm. versus going, you know, we weren't incompatible. Who's next? Yeah. Who is next? And keep having that opportunity mm-hmm. of introducing that. So I well, love that. Well, I think that that's a very real-life scenario, whether you're yeah. dating or you're yes. going for a job or you're trying to find, you know, you're in a midlife crisis. There are so many different times in your life where you're struggling to try to find who you are and what you want. Um, I think a lot of people put too much in expecting the other person to tell them what it is that defines them instead of taking the time to define themselves before yeah. they go out there. Um, uh, Jason has a really great point that we wanted to ask you real quick. So my point being, so now you're, you're in the center, you're bright, and you're like, did the show ever bring up any pointers or conditionings to help enhance it? So here you are with all these men. Or, you know, Is there something to say, you need to act this way? And don't do that. Do this with your hair. Are, are, like the producers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to ruin the show for anyone. No, no, but no, no. Oh, yeah, be real. I say the word reality TV very loosely because... It's not. It's very orchestrated. Stage. It's not stage. Well, okay, good. It's 
staged to a sense. It's not scripted, but it's orchestrated for sure. You know, like if they just put 25 girls in a room and filmed them for seven weeks, it would be really boring television because I don't know. on my season, we all got along and had fun. It was just like a big spring break, you know, so they need to create certain circumstances to get people fired up. Right. So speaking of orchestrated, again, our, one of our sponsors is The Sweet. They brought us out the steak. It's called The Steak. So it's a tenderloin marinated in a red wine reduction sauce, served with a garlic mashed potatoes and garnished with garnished with uh, parsley. And it's I have to tell you, steak. when you look at these these dishes that yes. the sweet has, they are, you know, they truly are perfect for a first date because so, they're they're elegant in their presentation. They're delicate. Yeah. They're not. Um, so you know whether that she's whether you both love food or. Um, are light eaters. This is going to be a great place to start. I have a quick question. As yes. you, who have been married three years, what do you think is a first date dinner? Not salad. <laughs> oh, I love that. Thank Girls you. Girls think oh, I'm going to order a salad. It is That's messy so to eat. It is so messy to eat. It yeah. gets in your teeth. It's hard to fit the piece of lettuce in your mouth. I think something that you can cut. Oh, that's a good idea. Something that you can put into dainty little pieces to nicely place in your mouth. Sushi? Well, and if you have if you have beautiful lips or a beautiful you know face to <laughs> accentuate that with how you eat is an art. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so another restaurant that we went to on our first date, you know, we went in there. I knew the waiter was there, so she's never had an Australian lobster, and I go there and I tell the guy, his name is Paul older gentleman, he's like, I got you covered. So I order it, he brings it to the table, he brings the presentation, he cuts it out, he lifts it up, he has the butter, and he shows it down. It's a presentation to a first night. First date should be special. You know, whether it's a special hamburger at a really good hamburger joint, or a Cuban sandwich, or even a breakfast spot. You know, guys, take the time to think a little bit ahead. I'm sorry, I hate to break your heart, but, uh, you know, Dick's Burgers is not a first date. Uh-oh, here she comes. No, no, okay. And I want Renessa to, yes. to address this. And I'm just bringing this up because, and Molly, you weigh in and, you know, all that stuff. So somebody posted on Facebook about who pays for the first date. And that's, I'm just going to bring up the topic and I'll let you go. What do you say, Molly? Who pays for the first date? Uh-oh. Uh ABC. <laughs> What is ABC? <laughs> uh, the network. <laughs> no, I think, uh, I guess I would assume that a guy would pay for the first date. However, maybe if I asked the guy to go on the date, I don't, I don't know. I went on TV. Come on now. <laughs> don't ask me dating questions. I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're at the impression that the person who asks is the person that pays, unless it's clear that it's Dutch. And we've had very we've had some very intense about conversations about that. I would agree with that. Hanging um, out does not count. That's Dutch. What if it's, a, uh, what if it's an online date? An online date. Well, if it's online date and you're on the computer, I'm paying my own pizza. You pay for your own. That's a little yeah. One of the things that I've said is I think it's great for a man to to definitely pay for the first date. I think it shows character. I think it's like if you can invest twenty dollars to sitting down with me, are you serious? You know, it's, you know, twenty thirty. I mean, we're not we're not going to order six glasses of wine. You know, we're just looking for that introduction, whether it's a twenty or forty dollar date. You know, 
Byron over here, I'm saying I'm a cheat date. Okay, $100 for my first date. Okay, geez. You know, but I mean, in even a first date, you wouldn't want to take someone that's serious, you know, or that you just met to a serious $100 bottle, you know, all those great things. You know, you're, you're not basing the first date on I'm going to impress you with my money. And that's, a, that's yeah. the biggest thing. And the second thing is, is that I have found is that, you know, the guy pays for the first date. And you say, you know what, honey, I'll get the next one. Yeah. Or you leave You know, tip. and you say something like, I wouldn't yeah. even leave the tip. I would say, you know, this was fun. I enjoyed my time. Uh, okay. I'll get the next one. Or, you know, and, you know, and that shows him that you're just as invested in this as he yeah. is. And being the woman, I think that, and I do this. I don't know if any of the rest of the single gals do, but I don't buy, I don't choose the most expensive entree. Like, I literally look and I pick something that's, either kind of lower or middle of the road because if he is going to, I, I'm not expecting him to buy me a lobster dinner. Yeah. you know, and, and, and again, it's the places you're picking to pick something around a happy hour. But I think in a first date, it's a test. You're testing uh, to see if he's going to take the initiative. Yeah. And we want a man that's going to take the initiative. We want a man that's going to create this environment. We're not asking you to pay for everything, but invest that 20 or 40 or $50 on that first date. And, and go ahead and pay for it. And then ladies, not expecting it every time, Correct. but saying it on the first date, you know, when he pays for it, you know, thank you so much for dinner. I'll take care of the next one. Or you know, maybe, it allows him to feel that you are just as invested as I am and that you don't take me for granted Correct. and that you don't expect this every single time. Okay. And for those women who are on a very, very tight budget and, yeah. and, and they would be concerned about that, make dinner for them. You yeah. have, you know, making dinner resources. for is you utilize your resources and, and take the energy to make something, especially if it comes from your heart, you know. Oh, that's huge. You can, and if you're uncomfortable having them over to your place, do it, you know, in the summer, maybe meet them somewhere, have a picnic lunch, you make the lunch. I mean, there's so many creative ways that you can get out there and reach out there without it being uncomfortable. Yeah, I agree. Actually, I have a point about that. Oh, there's another part that's on the floor. We're just losing folks everywhere. So I do have a point about that, and I think you should allow, uh, lay down the ground rules because when you guys, when a girl invites you over to her home, that does not necessarily mean that you're going to go the full gamut. And the girls, you should lay down the ground rules. You don't have to sit and say, I'm not sleeping with you, but you could make sure that it's very clear that this is, it, it, I know it's a touchy subject because some guys are like, oh, she got me over, I'm going to go, yeah. No, calm down. I think it's very. It has I think it has to do line. a lot to do with environments. I think with, within the first one to five dates, they should not be at your home unless you're asking to set the atmosphere ah, of being sitting on my couch, Does that make sense? sitting in my kitchen. You know, that's a, that's a very personal environment. That, that within the first one to five dates, I would expect after that we would be making out on my couch. But you know, after the so, fifth date. After the fifth day, can I have you as a little angel on my shoulder when I go out on dates, like telling me what I should do because I do all the things. I just think you want to set the expectations right because there are some guys who take a little too far. Well, and like and to my brothers, I'm like, dude, chill up. Well, and, and I think you make a good point. And when you said environment, understand also the the clothing that you choose to wear in the first few dates and, uh, creates an environment and a level of expectation. You don't have to wear oh, your clothes yeah. all the way up to your neck, but you also don't have to wear them so that um, it it promotes too much of a thought process of questioning your integrity or questioning your intentions. You definitely want to be able to make, you know, want him to ask you questions about your lifestyle than just asking you questions about, you know, just looking at your boobs 
art. You know, I mean, you want to, you know, you want to make sure he's interested further than the first date. And remember, ladies and men, you know, we're all about courtship and creating that invitation and wanting him to want us past the fifth date, past the third date. And you know, we didn't we didn't get to orchestrate, you know, this big show around that. So we want to be able to have reasons for him to keep coming back, but not feel like we're a nun. But at the same time, creating the compliments to let him know you enjoyed yourself. You're looking forward to the next time you see each other and giving him all the compliments to let him know to be the man in your life. Guys and girls, I got a tip for dating. All right, here's the tip. If you're not that good of a cook, don't fake it. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of personal chefs out there. Google personal chef Washington. Have them come out. And our Whole Foods, yeah, and make the food for you. Well, and even if you know, if you're, if you have the resources to be able to have them do it in front of them, it creates a fun yes. little. Di- you, you have to realize that whether you're the one making the f- the food or sitting in front of somebody presenting it, you can make anything an event, and you can make it a topic of conversation. You can yes. make it fun. It all depends on how you present it. Um, Molly is going to have to step away here shortly, but one of the Thank things you, I Molly. did want to touch base with you real quick is. Um, uh, again, socially savvy. Just uh, us and our sponsors wanted to thank you for being such a great, um, basically, you know, influence in our community and in how you guys handle yourselves and just how sharing it and you know how completely personable you are. Um, so we have a, a fabulous little goodie bag here from some of our sponsors: O Wines, um, the Little Sellers. Um, the Seattle Wine Exchange and uh, I think Kind Bars and several others put together a little giddy. But um, I know that you go out and you do all kinds of different events. Is there any fun events that you have coming up or anything that's really close to your heart that you would love to share with us? Oh, gosh, putting me on the spot. An event. Um, you know, I moved out to Seattle about two years ago, and Seattle has welcomed me with open arms. It's been such a great city to live in and be a part of, and the community is really wonderful. You know, obviously, being local celebrities, we're invited to a lot of different events, and we're always happy to attend all of the charity events and give our support in as many ways as we can. So I'm just happy to be a part of everything that we're asked to come to. It's it's really I fun. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so are you okay with people talking to you in a safe way and saying, I think I know you from the best. Totally. Okay. Only if I've showered. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I, I ran into... Uh, Jason, like two months ago at Tully's and Bellevue's, Bellevue Place, and I was like, so I didn't want to say anything because, like, uh, I know who, you know, and so I was just like, I didn't say no, anything. we lo- we love really? when people come up to us because we've okay met so many great people and okay. actually made a lot of connections just, okay. just through different people. So, okay, we never mind when people come up to us. All right, that's good. What's to know. new on the horizon for you? What's that? What's new on the horizon for you? <laughs> well. There are some few things in the works right now, but right now a lot of my focus is actually on my website, um, mollymesnick.com. Very clever. Uh, <laughs> hey, just, it works. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes you don't want to reinvent the wheel. Right, right. <laughs> it's just a lifestyle website that focuses on beauty, fashion, cooking, decorating right. for the home. It's just kind of the platform that I stand on is that, yes, I may have a little bit of notoriety from being on the show and a, and a little bit of a following, but I try to make myself very attainable and approachable. And so a lot of the things that you'll see on my website are the look for less or do-it-yourself crafts or recipes that I grew up with, you know, just to make people people come to the website and feel comfortable, not like they're at this website of a celebrity that they could never do anything that they're doing. 
Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. Thank you and, for having me. Our listeners who maybe are listening and have not been able to pop in, definitely pop in. You're absolutely adorable. Thank you. <laughs> We've got a great night ahead. We do. We do. <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks, guys. And we just we're getting ready to wrap up the show. I wanted to um, tell um, Renessa, tell all of our listeners that you know today's show on um, dating. This is not going to be the only show. Um, once a month, we're going to be focusing on singles, and once a month, we're going to be focusing on staying in, in a committed relationship. So yeah. we're going to have tips, tricks. We're going to have dating ideas. We're going to have locations. We're going to have all kinds of those things because whether you know being in a relationship or newly meeting somebody is such a big part of being socially savvy yeah. in what we do. So. Wanted to thank everybody for being here tonight. Thank and, you. Um, so, so looking yeah, forward. Thank you, LB. <laughs> You're the bomb. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> thank you. So, everybody, have a fabulously socially savvy week, and we'll catch you next week. Yep. Yay.